important the Holy Spirit is into our lives. Uh, and I want to uh, teach today. If anyone needs a Bible, I'm sorry, raise up your hand. I'm telling my brother was standing back there. If you need a Bible, raise up your hand here. Get a Bible to you. My brother right here needs one. Hallelujah. I want you to open your Bibles when uh, you're there. Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15. But the Father has placed this in my spirit some time ago. And uh, we're going to, you're familiar with this very text, but I'm here to tell you, the Lord lifted some things. He showed me some things in this text. And I believe that this message here is going to transform everybody that is here upon the, the sound of my voice. Because I believe every person here wants to please the Heavenly Father. Luke chapter 15, amen. Luke chapter 15, Luke 15. And when you get to 15, you're, um, we're going to get the verse 11 here. Now, before I begin to read here and we read alone, I want you to know that this uh, parable, the parable of the lost son, that it's the crown jewel of all the parables. I taught this house many times what a parable is. A parable is an uh, earthly story with a heavenly meaning. And we see many times that Jesus Christ spoke in parables uh, to, to minister, to, uh, uh, to give, and to explain uh, in, a, in a way that people could comprehend and understand uh, in that particular time. So he's speaking here of a parable. And this is a parable. There's three particular parables uh, that comes in this particular group of parables. The parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost coin, and then the parable of the lost son. And this is why I say the lost son, the parable of the lost son, is the crown jewel of all of these three parables. It's like the crown jewel in the queen's uh, 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 and what she wear are the king's almost it's the center stone. It's the crown jewel uh, uh, of of these parables here. And this is what the Lord had uh, asked me and spoke to me some time ago to speak of as we celebrate Father's Day. Many times when we look at this parable, we look at this parable as being uh, a lost son. But I submit to you here that this parable uh, talks about a perfect father. And this is what we're going to deal with today, uh, having the spirit of the father, having a fathering spirit, having the spirit of the father. What you're saying, Pastor, what I'm saying is, is that the world needs to see the spirit of the father upon his children. And we're going to talk about that today. See, because this parable is not only about a perfect father, but about two wayward sons. We only think about the one son that was wayward, but there was one that was wayward outside the house, but there was one that was wayward in the house. Amen. So what you're saying, Pastor, I'm saying that you can be saved and still be away from God. You know what I'm saying? I mean, have a wrong spirit about you. So what we're going to deal with today, we're going to talk about, uh, we, we got to watch out that we as the children of God, uh, as the sons of God, that we don't have the wrong spirit. And even when we got the wrong spirit, you're going to see that the perfect father is a loving, caring, sharing heavenly father. How, how uh, awesome with the prayer and with the worship and everything that we have talked about today, we've talked about the father. Amen. And that's what we're going to keep on talking about today. We're going to talk about the Father. You're going to find out that you got a Father, a loving, caring, sharing, heavenly Father that loves you in spite of who you are. Amen. In spite of what you have done. I'm here to tell you he is a Father that redeemed time. He restores, I'm telling you. And that's what he wants to do to all of our lives. All of us got hurts, harms, and hangups that's going on in our life. But I'm here to tell you if you can, the perfect Father can handle it all. 
child. Amen. He's looking, amen, for his sons and for his daughters to come back into him. Now, I'm going to speak on the context of sons today, but I want you to know that when we're speaking of sons, we're talking of men and, and, and women. Amen. Because the Bible says, for as many that are led by the spirit of God are what? The sons of God. Now, we know that God is a spirit. And, and, and we know that in him, there's neither what male nor what female. So when I declare sons, I'm talking about all of us. Amen. So, so don't, so, so, so when I say sons, I'm speaking to men and women here today as well. Now, uh, we've said some things here about a father. I want to uh, say something that I've said before to the, the church family here and everyone that's under the sound of my voice. See today, I'm going to say some things. I know it's going to mess with you a little bit, but I want you to understand this. Uh, I, I am of a belief that we do not have a father problem in the world. <laughs> you, say you better qualify that, Pastor. You better qualify that. And, and, and I, I believe we have a son problem. A son problem. What you saying, Pastor? I'm not talking about uh, it's the son's fault. We have a son problem. Why you say that, Pastor? I believe if we would have had a father problem, the father would have came himself. But the father sent what? His only begotten what? Son. And it's, 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 it's the principle of sowing and reaping. He gave a son to do what? Gain some son. And, and, and what we talk about here, all throughout the Bible, it doesn't talk about get, getting fathers. It's always talking about us coming to what? Sonship. So God is looking for, see, see, see if you're going to be a, a, a father, you got to be a good son if you're going to be a great father. You know what I'm saying? So, so God is looking for some sons. And this is what our relationship with him about is are we going to mature in the son? Now, now he showed me something. He says, now, a, a perfect father gave a perfect son. <laughs> a perfect father gave a perfect son that he might receive back perfected children. You know what I'm saying? Perfected sons, sons that are perfect. What do you mean perfect, pastor? Just or right. And we, the Bible tells us we have no righteousness of our own. Our righteousness is as of filthy rags. Our righteousness is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So when we're talking about maturing and growing up, we're talking about becoming sons of God. Amen. Somebody say sons of God. That's what you are. Amen. You see, although if you have saved, if you are saved, if you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you become the child of God, but you just don't stay there. You grow up and you mature and your goal is to be the son of God. Somebody say the son of God. Say, I am a son of God. I want you to know that. But what I want us to understand that as sons, all sons want to please the father. I believe that with all my heart, all sons, when I'm saying sons and daughters, they all want to please the father. They want to be affirmed by the father. But good sons, sons, amen, they want to please their father. There's no doubt in my heart about this. And then, and then, so, so I, I, give me some scripture on that, Pastor. You remember when Jesus Christ was filled with the Holy Spirit? And the Bible says that the, you, we've been studying this. The, the heavens opened up. It come down, landed upon him. And this is what the Father said. This is my beloved son in whom I am what? Well pleased. See, the way we please the Father is you got to have the spirit of the Father on your life. Oh, my God. We must have the spirit of the Father on our lives. That's what we must have. So we're going to look here in this text because what we're going to deal with today is having the Father's Spirit. Somebody say, I want the Father's Spirit that I may be a faithful son. Uh, that's what he's looking for. He's not looking for a bunch of famous folks. 
He's looking for some faithful sons here. So today we're going to talk about the perfect father. But in the midst of the perfect father, we're going to deal with uh, uh, how not to have a wrong spirit. A wrong spirit. A wrong spirit. So that we can make our father proud. Let's read here in the text we're going to read and then we're going to uh, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us. Hallelujah. Uh, Luke chapter 15, verse 11. We're going to read, just follow along, verse 11 through 24. And it says, and he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of the goods that followed to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with what? Riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be in want. And he joined, and he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to what feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and what no man gave unto him. So he took what the father gave him, the young one did, and ran off and did his thing, and then he lost everything. Now he finds himself in a hog's pen, and don't nobody want to even give him in a hog slot. And then he says, verse 17, this is the key for the son. He says, when he came to himself, he said, how many high servants of my fathers have bread enough to spare and I perish uh, with hunger? And I will arise and go to my father, and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. I like how he rehearsed what he was going to say when he got back to his daddy. You know what I'm saying? He, he rehearsed what he was going to. He said, when I get back over to my dad, I'm going to tell him that I've sinned against heaven. I sinned against him. He, he, had, he had rehearsed what he was going to say, George. And you know, uh, let's go on here. Hey, look, verse 19. He says, and am no more worthy. This is what he's finishing. He rehearsing. To be called thy son, make me as one of thy high servants. I want you to know right at the outset. Amen. See, the father doesn't have hired servants. But he has sons that serve. Oh, my God. <laughs> he wants to go back as a high. If I can just become one of the hired servants. But I'm here to tell you, when you're a child of God, you ain't no hired servant. You are a son that serve, but not a hired servant. Let's look here. It goes on to say, uh, uh, verse 20, he says, and he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and did what? Kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, there you go, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and no more worthy to be called thy son. And he stopped right there. He said, I don't say anymore. Don't say anymore. You know what I'm saying? He, he done got, he getting this rehearsed what he done rehearsed. Ah, shut up. Stop, stop, stop. And look what he says to him. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this, my son was dead and is what? And is alive again. He was what? Lost and is found. And they begin what? To be merry here. They begin to be merry. So we see this is just laying a foundation for where we're going. We see here that a son, the youngest son, out of the two sons, asks, give me what belongs to me. And the father, the Bible says the father divided what was his to them. He gave both of them what belonged to them. He gave two thirds. The way the elder son get two thirds and the other one, the youngest get one third. So the elder son got his stuff and the youngest son got his stuff. The youngest son said, I'm out of here. 
I'm out of here. Thank you very much. And he goes into a far country. And the Bible says he wasted his substance. The first case of, of substance abuse in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? He wasted his substance. It said. And then he found himself in an out-of-place place, a place he wasn't familiar with and everything. And nobody was liking him. See, when you, when you have something, you got plenty of people going to be your friends. But when you don't have anything, the Bible speaks to that. But when you don't have anything, everybody, don't, don't nobody want to be around you. You hear what I'm saying? And he come to the end of himself. The Bible says he come to his senses. He said, I'm going to get back down to my papa's house. But I thank God for the perfect father. See, the father didn't go out looking for him. Because this, this is the one thing about the Father. The Father will never overrule your will. Whatever you want to do, the Father will let you do it. And he said, give me what belongs of mine to me. He said, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. See, see, but see, we got to understand the timing of God. See, 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 look, see, some of, we got to wait and be patient to receive what the Father wants us to have. Because if you get it too soon, it might destroy you. Yeah. You hear, it might destroy you. And that's what happened. He got his too soon. He asked for it, and the father said, I'm going to give you what belongs to you. And he ran out, and he wasted every bit of it, every bit of it. But thank God for a loving, caring, sharing heavenly father. And this father that we're talking about is a perfect father. I'm telling, we serve a perfect father, amen. And so we want to have the spirit of the father is what we want to have. This is the lesson that I want you to walk out of here today. We're going to talk about a son with a wrong, with the sons with the wrong spirit. But I want you to understand, you're going to see the perfect father all through here. And one thing about this perfect father, the Bible says that when he's seen his son come, I believe every day he would step out there and cut and look, say, that, that boy coming today. And when he's seen that boy coming, I believe he already had them primed. He would get in that hall. He would get in that calf. He would get in the fat, Pastor Angela. I believe he was setting that thing aside, getting it real big. Because when my boy come home, we're going we gonna to cut up that fatted calf, and we're going to have a party that my son had. Boy, you, look, you think you partied? You think you done had a party atmosphere? When you come to the Lord, the Bible says all of heaven rejoice. Amen. Of the salvation of one soul, one person coming. Amen. And this is what this, this is what the spirit of the father is about it's, it's a spirit of redemption it's a spirit of restoration it's a spirit of recovery and redeeming this is what the father spirit is about it's about being excited about that god is redeeming people and bringing people unto him and this is the spirit that the father wants us to have he wants us to have the father's spirit and that's a perfect father somebody say he is a perfect father I'm telling you, man, he's a father that when that boy had done everything he'd done, wasted everything that he did, I believe he came back smelling. I believe he was busted and disgusted, didn't have anything to himself. And he come back, and the Bible says the father, he picked up his pace when he saw him, went out and grabbed him and kissed him and hugged him. And then he, he goes to testify. He began to tell the father, I, I, I miss heaven. And, and father, I've dishonored you. He said, hold up. We get ready to have a party. That which is lost has been found. Amen. My son is at home and we're getting ready to throw down. You hear what I'm saying? We're getting ready to have a ball. Now hold your place here because we're coming back. Y'all guys put the title up there. Having the Father's Spirit. A perfect father. Amen. Hallelujah. I wanted you to see something. Hold your place here because we're going to come back here and stay here. We're going to one verse. Go with me to the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 4 and 6 because I want to um, signify that this uh, piece about the son that how we're son, we're the father's sons, we're sons, we're sons. And as a son, we want to please the father because he's a perfect father. 
And we want to please the Father. He's a perfect Father. Galatians chapter 4, please. And when you get to chapter 4, would you please go to verse 6? We're going to lift this out. We're going to uh, uh, verse, we'll look at 6 and 7. Okay, you see that? Are you there? 4, Galatians 4, chapter, uh, verse 6, I'm sorry. Galatians 4, verse 6. And because ye are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your what? Hearts. Crying what? Abba, Father. See, that, that word Abba, Father is, uh, that word Abba means that's my father. That's my daddy. You when the babies, when them babies can't talk, Abba, Abba, Abba. They run, Abba, Abba, Abba. You know they can't have talk, Abba, 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 Abba. That's my father. That's my daddy. Amen. I don't know about you. I remember when my kids used to run me, and, and they were little, and they couldn't say anything. Jerka, our firstborn, that's the baby girl. Amen. We don't have any others, but she's our baby. Tell me as far as girls. She's our baby girl. And I remember, boy, woo, she was on the front end. She got the blessing on the front end. Joshua getting the blessing on the back end. Amen. And Matthew getting it in the middle. Matthew probably about, man, I'm left behind. I'm left out. Amen. He's getting it too. But I remember Jericho, she couldn't talk. But I remember when she was able to walk, she run to, she was just getting ready to move them legs and run. And then she said, that's my daddy. Amen. I remember when I was in the military, I'd be gone for 45, 50 days. Amen. Look, now, if, if, a, if a dog, I remember one time, though, Pastor, when I come back, had my camouflage on, Jericho went to another man, grabbed his leg. I said, hold up. I'm the one paying the bills over there. <laughs> hold on. Hold up. <laughs> And you knew they had a thing just recently on the TV where um, this this dog uh, in war, they put the dog and the soldier back together. And they had been away from one another for about a year, a couple years. And they didn't think the dog would remember the soldier or the soldier didn't think the dog would remember him. And sure enough, that dog remembered the, the soldier. Amen. They, they just bonded. I seen another thing where a dog, uh, there was a funeral going on of a soldier and the dog was just sitting there uh, side the, he was in the ground and the dog was just mourning there. And, and you see, so what I'm saying is if a dog and a human can have a connection, you better believe a father has a connection with his children. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying the, us and the father, we got a connection. Amen. And what I'm saying is when we, since we were born again, we became sons. He said he put what? The spirit of the son on the inside of us. And because you got the spirit of the son, we cry, Abba, Father. Oh, do you ever just cry out some sometime when you can't pray in your understanding? You don't know what the hell is going on. You know what I'm saying? And all you can cry is, Abba, Abba. That's my daddy and that's my father. And because I know who he is, I know what he has, I know what he owns, and I know what he can do, I ain't got any problem going to my daddy. You know you hear what I'm saying? I don't have any problem going to my daddy. And so what you're saying, Pastor, I'm saying that we want to have the father's spirit. Because he took the spirit of his son, a perfect son. You know what I'm saying? He took the spirit, amen, of, the, of sons. We were sons. He put the spirit of the son on the inside of us. Whereby we can cry, Abba, Father. Look verse 7. Wherefore, thou art no more, what? A servant, but a son. He wanted to come back to be a servant. No, nah, you can't. Look, look, once you become a son, you can't be a servant any longer. Now, now, see, 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 the devil's children serve him. You hear what I'm saying? We're sons. 
We're sons that serve. We're not hired servants. We're sons that serve. And, and it's, it goes on to say uh, uh, here, but um, uh, hold on, here we go. Verse 7, wherefore thou art no more a servant but a son, and if a son, then a what? A heir of God, what? Through Christ. We're joint heirs. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now let's go back to the text here because we get ready to learn some things here. I'm telling you, shopping your mind, your pencil, your pen. I'm telling you, hallelujah. These notes are going to be out, but God get ready to drop a mother load on you. You hear what I'm saying? We get ready to see some things here because what the father wants us to have is the father's spirit. This father's day, I want all of us sons, we want to have the father's spirit. And, and we want to understand that we serve a perfect father him. And so one of the things when we look about the spirit of the father, I was, as I was preparing this, Pastor Angela, I was thinking about many places in the Bible about that how people should be able to see the spirit of the father upon us. As sons, amen, of God, they should be able to see the spirit. It's almost like this. When people can identify with me, if I go home, Somebody say, that's Jerry White sermon. I could go somewhere, and my father won't be anywhere around. I guarantee you, I could walk in Walmart, and somebody say, aren't you Jerry White, son? That's what they say. And, and, and it's more, and many times, it's the physical features, you know what I'm saying? But see, the Bible says, but no, no man by the flesh. You see what I'm saying? What I'm saying to you people going to know you are the father's son by what? The spirit, amen. The spirit that is upon you. Yeah, you, you're going to move in there. They're going to say, whoa, something different up in here. Whoa, that must be one of God's child's. George, you testify, George, George testified to that. George said he was running through the airport two weeks ago and he was going, getting on his, uh, getting on the plane, uh, uh, train automobile, the plane, yeah, to go, to, to go where he was going. And he said some ladies stopped him in the airport and say, are you a man of God? Amen. And it won't because of his outward appearance. It would be because of the spirit of the sun was up on him. And he was one that pleases his father. The Bible said, let your light so shine. Amen. Don't hide it up on a table. Let it shine so people can see your, your good works and do what? Glorify your what? Father, which is in heaven. Oh, my God. See, it's all about him. It ain't never going to be about us. It's always going to be about him. And that's why we're celebrating the father today. That's why we declare him. He is a perfect father. He is a perfect father. So I began to think about this, and I began to write in my notes. I said, man, uh, people want to see us. I said, Father, was, show me in the Bible what they just testify to the spirit of God that was on them. And I couldn't even get out of Genesis when I thought about Pharaoh, what he said about Moses. I'm telling you, Pharaoh said, uh, well, he started with Joseph. And this is what he said. He said, we, we can't find such a man as this one. That's what he said about Joseph, in whom the spirit of God is. Yes, yeah, so you know what happened. They made him second in command in all of Pharaoh's house. Amen. Because the spirit of the Lord was upon him. He had the spirit of the father upon him. And I'm here to tell you, as sons, as sons of a perfect father, gave a perfect son and that spirit is up on us i'm here to tell you people got to take notice they got to recognize amen the spirit of the father is up on you and we've seen it not only uh, in joseph but we've seen it in daniel when nebuchadnezzar said 
He says, uh, you are one who interpreted the dreams with honesty and accuracy. He says, and being able, the spirit of the Holy One uh, is upon you. So we've seen it in Daniel. And we know not only uh, with Nebuchadnezzar, but King Darius said of, of Daniel, he says, I see in him there's a what an excellent spirit. And he put him over the governors and the presidents, you know what I'm saying, because of the spirit of the Lord that was upon his life. I think about Joseph, I, I think about Joshua and Caleb. See, God didn't say this about Joshua, but he said it about Caleb. He said, Caleb got another spirit on him. You hear what I'm saying? Caleb had the father's spirit upon him. He said he has another spirit up upon his life. I think about Stephen, who the, who the father's grace and power was upon him and how he was preaching. And the Bible said when he preached, it was irresistible. He had an irresistible spirit up on him. You want to know why? Because he had the father's spirit. He has the father's spirit upon him. And that's what I'm talking about today, that we want to be men and women of God. The way we honor the father, amen, is that we walk in the spirit of the son. You hear what I'm saying? In the spirit of the son. I'm going to show you today because uh, what we must be careful of many times is sometimes it's good to look at how not to be to learn how to be. And we're going to see this in this uh, uh, as we move forward. Go back over. You are in Luke. Amen. Luke chapter 15 here. We're going to pick up here because I want to show you three things that indicate that we possess the wrong spirit. Now I'm going to show you two things and then the third thing going to be how you fix it. How, how we fix how, how, how we turn this thing around. Now, now, now I know what you're saying pastor. Pastor we, 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 you know our spirits is fine pastor. Okay I, 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 I understand that alright so I'm preaching this so you can get it and go give it to somebody else that got wrong spirit. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, <laughs> you, you, we're going to see some things today that's really going to make us think about this thing. Because what we want to do, we want to, see, we serve a perfect father. We want to have the father's spirit. So as I'm talking about the wrong, I want you to be able also to see the father, how the father is moving with this thing, man. Because even when we are wrong, he's still loving. He still, see, see, and that, that's the spirit that we all got to have. We got to have the father's spirit. So when somebody crosses, we got to be able to. I remember my pastor telling me, he said years ago, he said, son, as a pastor, you got to have a rough hide and a tender heart. Woo, boy, it took me a little time to learn it, but I began to learn it. Amen. Yeah, folks, folks will bite back there. They'll say things to you about you and everything. You got to learn how to take the bite. Amen. But you got to have a tender heart and a rough hide because when people do those types of things, you can know that's not the spirit of the father. And if it's not the spirit of the father, it's the spirit of the other father, the father of lies, the devil, Satan, the adversary. You know what I'm saying? And so, so, so we want to have the spirit of the son or the spirit of the father upon us that we please him. That, that's our desire is to please. And I want to be able to hear God like he said about his son. Uh, 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 I am well pleased. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And in another text he said this, hear ye him. Boy, when you say something with the spirit of the father upon you, it's like E.F. Hutton. See, some of y'all ain't old enough to remember E.F. Hutton. The old E.F. Hutton commercial. E.F. Hutton was a banker. One, he was kind of like a, a financial guy. And the Bible said, I mean, in the, the Bible, the commercial says, when E.F. Hutton speaks, 
Everybody listens. And I'm here to tell you when you have the spirit of the father upon you and you're designed to please the father when you speak, everybody going to listen. And that's what we want to have upon us. Are y'all ready this morning? Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for everything that has transpired thus far. I pray right now that you fill me overflowing with your spirit. Give me the insight to have oversight. I yield my will to your will. I pray your kingdom come and your will be done. I thank you, Lord, that we're going to realize that you are a perfect father this day. And Father, that we want to have your spirit, Lord, because we desire to please you, Father. Give us ears to hear. Give us a heart to receive, Lord. May we be more than just heels, but we're going to do this word and we're going to walk this word out. Holy Spirit, show us, show us us this day and that we may be relieved and restored and renewed and refreshed and that we may respect and honor the father that we have, our loving, caring, sharing heavenly father. I give you the praise and honor in advance, father, that it's in Jesus mighty name we pray. Let everybody say amen and amen. I want us to look at three things here. I want us, I want somebody to say the condition of a wrong spirit. I want somebody to say the cause of a wrong spirit. I want somebody to say the cure of a wrong spirit. Amen. This is where we're going to go today. This is where we're going to go today. It's ABC. Do re me. Uno, dos, tres. Cuatro, cinco, seis. Siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm getting there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Boy, I, I picked that up in high school. That God good. I, some things have been redeemed up here. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I want us to, to see this here because we're getting ready to shift now. We get ready to shift. And I want you to have some understanding here that as we make this shift, We've talked about the son that has come home. I said there's a perfect father and two wayward sons. We talked about the first son that came to his senses. He's coming to the house. You know what I'm saying? But then there's a son in the house that got a wrong spirit. There's a son in the house that has a wrong spirit. And he got a problem with the brother that has been outside the house coming back home he got a wrong spirit but we got a perfect father it's civilly civil what you call that civilry rivalry or whatever you want to call sibling rivalry so, somewhere in the neighborhood y'all know what i'm talking about right where, where, where you get jealous of the one that done been out done wasted all the substance when now they come back home and the father gonna throw a party what you gonna throw a party for this boy and they went out and acted the fool now he throwing a party because the son back home I'm telling you, he's throwing a party because the son is back home. Somebody might be outside the house today, and the father wants you to come back home. Some of you may be doing church, but you got a wrong spirit. The father, he wants wants you. See, because if you don't cure the wrong spirit, you're going to find yourself outside. We're going to see this today. I'm here to tell you. But but look, we want to have the father's spirit. That's what we want to have. We want to have the father's spirit. See, that's when you become a mature son. Boy, that's my son. Boy, that's my son. Oh, that's Matthew. That's my son right there. He got got the spirit. He got my spirit. He just don't look like me. He has the spirit of me. You hear what I'm saying? He has that same spirit. 
And that's what the father says about all of us. He wants all of his children. We want to have that self-same spirit about us. When somebody see it, they say, boy, I know that's a child of the king. That's a son of God right there. A son of God. So let's look at it. Let's deal with the first thing, the condition of a wrong spirit. The first thing I want you to notice is cold without rejoicing. Somebody say cold without rejoicing. This is the condition of a wrong spirit. Let's look here at verse, we're going to pick up in verse 25. Now his elder son uh, was in the field and he came and drew nigh to the house. He heard music and dancing. Oh boy, they getting down over there. <laughs> Your son, they getting, they having a party and out. He out in the field. It says verse 20, and he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. Verse 27 and 28. And he said unto him, thy brother is come and thy father have killed the fatted calf because he have received him safe and sound. Look at verse 28. And he was angry and would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. Now he was cold without rejoicing. How is he cold, pastor? He upset. He said, what? He got angry when he heard that the party was going on. He heard, then he found out what the party all about. Oh, your brother came home. Your daddy done killed the fatted calf and they having a party. The Bible said he was angry and he would not go in. But I see a perfect father on the scene. The Bible said that the perfect father went out and entreated him. Now think about this. The son that left. The father didn't go get him. He stayed up. He stayed what? He stayed right at the house. He said, yeah, go on on and waste all. Yeah, let's go on on and let the world eat them on up and eat them alive and what? Spit them out. And that's what the world will do to you. See, but God is a loving. He's a perfect father. See, he don't want you to go out into the world. But if you choose to go out to the world and live the life that you want to live, he says, son, I can't do nothing. I'm not going to override your will. Go on and do what you want to do. See, but we don't understand that that same father is hurting. It's painful unto him. Amen. And he's waiting. I mean, he's patiently and he's believing that you're going to come to your senses and come back to him. And so he waits patiently. He goes day by day looking out there, see if he heard anything about that boy coming. And that boy comes and he falls upon him and he takes, just like he was smelling all that, falls upon him and kisses him and receives him. But that elder brother, it's called the elder brother syndrome. But that elder brother had the wrong spirit. They doing what? He got angry. And this is what we got to watch sometimes. When a new brother or sister come into the house and get saved. And they got a gifting on them. And they got something upon them. We look, oh, who is this? What they think they coming up in here doing? Oh, so they joined the church. What they doing? What I'm saying, you could be in the house and have a wrong spirit. We could be in the house, but I'm talking about having the spirit of the father. The Bible says the father went out and entreated him after he heard he was angry and he said, I'm not coming in. But what I'm trying to say to you that he was cold without rejoicing. We got to be careful, man, that we don't move in a wrong spirit and we get cold without rejoicing. Somebody done fail or something like that or somebody that had a baby out of wedlock or whatever it may be. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying to you, God is a God that is forgiving and loving and caring and sharing. He said, I the same spirit that is up on me, I want it to be up on my sons. 
we're talking about a perfect father, having the father's spirit here. So not only was he cold without rejoicing, see, because you got to understand this. We, we see the father's DNA. He gave the examples because all the uh, uh, Sadducees and all the religious folks was around when he started telling these parables. He said, well, let me break it down to you this way. He said, uh, if, if, if you, he, he dealt with them, he says, if you lose a sheep, mm-hmm, uh-huh, w- w- would you not leave the 99 and go after the one, amen? And then when you get back, aren't you going to call what? Your friends and your neighbors and tell them to come on over and rejoice because w- the, that which was lost was also found? He said, now, if you don't understand that, let me break it down to you this way here. Now, don't you think if a woman has lost a coin, I believe it was a set of coin and she lost one of them. He said, now, don't you think she'll sweep the house, clean that house up, looking for that one coin? And when she find the one coin, she's going to do what? Call her neighbors and a friend and say, look, we're going to have a party because that which is lost was also found. He said, now, if they do it for a sheep, and if they do it for somebody, how much more am I going to do it for one of my children that are lost? All of heaven going to rejoice. And what he's saying is we're living in a time now that we got to have the father's spirit. Oh, yes, sir. We got that. We can't be cold without rejoicing. Oh, we got to be liberal. We got to sound the alarm. Every time somebody comes to the Lord, we got to get radical and crazy about it. Because the Bible says all of heaven is rejoicing because one of them just came back. And the father's throwing his son a party. He said, I'm a party starter, man. I'm rejoicing. this. So we can't be cold without rejoicing. The second thing he showed me about the condition of a wrong spirit that we cannot be, uh, 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 you got a wrong spirit, you would be complaining without relating. Complaining without relating. Look how he deals with this elder. Look, look, look how he, he's complaining without relating. Now, when he asks him, look at verse 27. He says, they asked him, what's going on? He says, and he said unto him, thy brother is come. Somebody say, thy brother is come. Brother is come. Now, that's like me telling us, I come tell somebody, I say, uh, Brother Charles, you said, man, what are they, they making all that noise out there, Pastor? I said, look, man, so, so don't come back to the Lord, man. Thy, thy brother. See, I ain't talking about your brother in the spirit. Your brother don't come back to the Lord. He don't come back to the Lord. Lord, Charles said, nah, nah, that what, pal, 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 you know what he done done. You know this boy made a fool out of the house of God before he left. But he back, Charles, we're going to throw a party. We're going to throw a party. I'm just using you as example here, Charles. That's all I'm using. I know your spirit, brother. I know your spirit. You cry when you walk past a man that's outside the will of God for the lives. It, but, but it goes on to say, look, but look at his thing. He was complaining without relating. What you mean? He done distanced himself from his brother. Well, how you say that, Pastor? He said, well, what's going on? He says, your brother. Now, look, look down at verse 30 and see what he says. Verse 30, it says, but so, look, now he's explaining to the father. He's talking to his daughter. Look, he says, look, Jesus saying, he says, but as soon as thy son was come, which have devoured the living of harlots, thou killed for him a fatted calf. You, you, you hear how Jesus is saying about it? Jesus is saying that the boy is talking to you. He said, now, your brother had come. That's what the servant told him. Now, Jesus is saying he's talking like this. He said, no sooner than your son came, you, 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 you threw him a party. You hear what he's saying? What he's saying is he's complaining without relation. He ain't even recognizing that's his brother. He ain't even recognizing that's his brother. He's complaining without relating. Yeah, yeah, when, as soon as thy son come. Now, that's your brother, fool. 
keep talking to him about, oh, that's your, that, yeah, that, like, that, yeah, 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 that's your favorite son. You know what I'm saying? That's how he's saying. That's the spirit of it. Oh, that, yeah, that's your favorite son there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's thy son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, the servant said, your brother. But he won't have in any of it. See, that's complaining without relating. That's complaining without relating. See, he won't relating that his, that his brother had went out of there, but not only was it received, but it was received back with a sound mind. You know what I'm saying? He had it all together. His mind was still complete. He didn't take in, the only damage that he lost was those external things, but his mind was still together. He was, look, see, I'm telling a wrong spirit will be complaining without relating. Oh, well, how, oh you ain't going to rejoice that he's back and he's feeling good. And it, see, it's just like men at Teen Challenge. Somebody can leave Teen Challenge and they leave for two weeks and they show back up. Y'all might be, look, man, we've been busting our knuckles up here. And that knucklehead walked off away from here. See, that's what they're dealing with this soldier that's going to come back. He done walked off on his duty station. And brother, look, look, you don't mess around when you do that in the military. You do not walk off your duty station. And now all the soldiers are saying, this rascal, six people done got killed. Going out looking for him. And now the hometown going to throw him apart. You see, Lord, show us in the natural. The hometown going to do what? Throw him apart? Anything we need to be putting his butt in court because he's a deserter. That's what the spirit of the, or that, what the soldiers are saying. That's what the elder brothers are saying. You know what I'm saying? They say, hold up now. Oh, I understand, y'all. He done been in captivity for five years, and the president done done his little show with mom and daddy out there, and y'all going to do what for this deserter? See, but the spirit of the father, the perfect father, would say, look, let's just get the band together. Let's get the cash together. My, look, my son, that which was lost high has been found. He went off on his own, you hear what I'm saying? But I'm telling you, but the father loves us so much. He'll bring us back. He'll draw us back home, amen? He'll draw us back home. So this is, again, this is the spirit of complaining without relating, cold without rejoicing. The third thing under this is continuing without repenting continuing without repenting. If you don't deal with this thing, you will continue without repenting. What you're saying, Pastor, read, you can read the rest of the story. It never said that the son came in to celebrate us. The, the brother came in to celebrate him. It, you, you, you read it all day long. You don't get any inklings that he came. All we see is that the father came out and he dealt with the son. Almost begged him and dealt with him about coming in to rejoice on the behalf of his brother. But the story ends never saying that he came back. See, that's the danger. This is the danger of the condition of a wrong spirit. You can continue without repenting. You can be complaining without relating. You can be cold without rejoicing. The wrong spirit. The wrong spirit. But a perfect father in the midst of that wrong spirit went out to the elder brother and tried to plead with him about coming in and partaking of, 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 of what the father desired because he was a perfect father. And we want to have the spirit of the father. There are going to be people, see, oh, Lord, I, I'm, I, that's all I got to do is remember where I came from. Remember that I was in the gutter. Remember, look, I might have looked like I had it all together, but look, he look, he he picked me up, brother. You know what I'm saying? He he brought, look, I'm just so wonderful, thankful, and grateful that he let me in the number. I'm in the number. Not because of what I done, but because of who he is and what he done. That's why I'm in the number. 
If that elder brother would have understood, man, look, brother, you ain't in the number, brother. Look, look, you, you got to understand the only reason you in the number, the only reason you in the house is because of a perfect father, a perfect father, of a perfect father. And so we want to have the spirit of the father. The second thing I want you to see is the cause of a wrong spirit. We see the condition of a wrong spirit, but let's look at the cause of a wrong spirit. What causes us to have this wrong spirit here? Look at verse 29 and 30. It says, and he answered, answering, said to his father, lo, these many years do I serve thee. Neither transgress I at any time thy commandment, and yet thou never gave me a kid that I might make merry with my friend. You see that spirit up on here? It's a wrong spirit. So what causes the wrong spirit? Number one, self-presentation. Somebody say self-presentation. He says, uh, this is the, uh, what's that word they got? Narcissistic. Yeah, that narcissistic, you own yourself. You all, it's all about you. It ain't about anybody. It's all about you. And if it ain't about you, it ain't about anybody else. This narcissistic mentality and mindset where the only thing you can think about is you. That's the wrong spirit. And that's the spirit that he had. He had that spirit. It's a spirit of self-presentation. Uh, he says, lo, these many years do I serve thee. <laughs> I've been serving you, Father. I've been right, right. That rascal been out there. I've been in the house serving you. Lo, all these years that I have served you. Self-presentation. Self-presentation, it's a narcissistic mindset. It's an undue factuation uh, with oneself vain. It's, about, it's like uh, 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 it gives the people the inability to rejoice over someone else. Self-presentation. I know y'all looking like y'all need a story about now. Let me give you a story. Let me give you a story. Y'all look like y'all need. I see some folks say, yeah, I think I'm going to hang in. I, I might pass. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm here to tell you, you got to have the Father's Spirit. This is a father day like no other. You're going to leave out of here with the perfect, with the spirit of the perfect father on you because you're going to know the wrong spirit and you don't want to be associated with the wrong spirit because you want to have the spirit of the father. He's a perfect father and you want to be a perfect son. He gave a perfect son to gain some perfect sons. Amen. Mature and complete in him. So y'all need a story. You need a story. My brother look like he need a story, right? Don't give him a story. Amen. This is about self-presentation. And you got to watch this thing. Now, there was uh, Mr. Frog. Somebody say Mr. Frog. Now, Mr. Frog was hanging out at the pond with the birds like he normally do. He chilling, man. He hanging out. And he was a man. He had all the wisdom of this world. Yes, sir. And so the birds would come every month. Uh, 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 they, are, they can and hang out with them all day, man, because they like the wisdom that he had, right? And so, um, so the season get ready to change. And the birds get ready to go down south. <laughs> They get ready to roll. Now, there's a problem with that. That's a problem, Houston. The frog can't fly. So, so, so this is what they're thinking. So, so, so they may say, man, wouldn't it be nice if we took Mr. Frog down here because he is the life of the party. He is the man with all the wisdom. I mean, he's the one. And then, and, and then you know, uh, the, the, so, so the, it went on. And, and like I said, he was a, 
the, the, Mr. Frog was just one of those guys. He just sat there chilling. You know how Frog just sit, he just sit there. And he was wise because he just sit there and see things and see the birds, and he would give them the wisdom. And so they, they were getting ready to pack up everything, and they get ready to go down south. And so Mr. Mr. Bird said, boy, I'm so wise. Self-presentation. Yeah, I'm so wise. I know they want me to go with them. So Mr. Bird devised a plan. Mr. Frog, thank you. Mr. Frog devised a plan. And so Mr. Frog got him some rope. And this is what Mr. Frog thinks. Mr. Frog said, I'll hold on to that rope with my mouth. Can't you see him down in the wind, a bullfrog holding on? They flying. You can't you see him just hanging out, his legs and stuff just flying. So he come up with this idea. If I get some rope and I get my mouth on the rope, you know what I'm saying? Boy, and the birds can get on each end. Woo, I'm going to Florida. You know what I'm saying? I'm going down there with all my wisdom to be the life of the pot I'm going. So he told them what they're going to do. And they said, oh, God, who came up with that idea? I did. <laughs> he said, I did, I did. I came up with this idea. The all-wise Mr. Frog. So the day came. The day came. The day came. It was showdown day. Mr. Frog had the rope, man. He launched up on the rope. Them birds took off. They were flying. Line, man, they were going, they were going, and he holding on. Oh, that wind feeling good. Somebody down on the ground said, what's that strange thing going on there? What is that going on up there? Somebody said, that's a frog flying. That's a frog. Somebody said, who thought of that idea? He says, I did. <laughs> Self-presentation pride will take you up, but that same pride will bring you right back down. I did. Up there, they flying. <laughs> that brother, when he said that, ah, that brother hit the ground. <laughs> self-presentation. We got to be careful. It's the wrong spirit. It's self-presentation. It's, it's, that's, this is the cause of it. I serve you all these years. Not only is it self-presentation, it's self-pretense. Look what he goes on to say. Loathe these many years, self-pretense. Loathe these many years that I serve you. Look what he says. Neither transgressed I at either time thy commandment. See, this is a spirit that says, I never missed it. This self-pretense. And not only did I never miss it, I ain't going to ever miss it. But he didn't know he had just missed it. What you mean? Why did he just miss it? You sitting out here talking about you ain't coming to the party. Angry and all upset. You just missed it. Self-presentation and self-pretense here. We got to watch out for these things. See, it's, it's this is, I never miss it or I'm a never wrong. That's the spirit that, that a person can have. See, see, he missed it because he, just, he didn't simply go in to celebrate his brother's return. Self-pretense. The third thing is self-pity. Somebody say self-pity. Boy, you could see this a mile away. Look what he says. Verse 29 again. And he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years did I serve thee. Self-presentation. Neither transgress I thee at any time thy commandment. Amen. Self-pretense. The third thing here. Yet thou never gave me a kid that I might make with my friends. You see what his problem was? Self-pity. You didn't make me a kid. You didn't kill me a calf. So I can have a party with my friends. I thought about this thing. I meditated on it. I said, I bet that boy probably had about a size 14 on his shoe, on his feet. You know what I'm saying? Probably stood about 6'2 and 6'3. I believe he sat up at the table every day. You know what I'm saying? He didn't realize the father had been feeding you 
every you've been eating the fatty calf every day. You've been putting your big old left and right feet up under the father's table, sitting at his table every day eating, and you got self-pity. What where my calf at? Why ain't you dress me one out for me and my friend? Self-pity, boy, that's a wrong, that's the cause of this thing. Self-presentation, self-pretense, and self-pity. A wrong spirit. A wrong spirit. You don't ever want to have that spirit about you. Well, why did they get the preaching I didn't? When you going to give me my day, Pastor, to get in the pulpit? When I'm going to be able to do this and why I'm going to be able to do it? When is it going to happen? I ain't never did anything wrong. I've been giving my tithe at this church for so many years and this, that, and the other. You ain't let me do anything. A wrong spirit. Uh, this is the type of stuff that split churches. This is the type of church that split. This is the type of spirit that splits families. You hear what I'm saying? It's a wrong spirit. So it, 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 we ain't talking about a father. We talking about, boy, the Lord told me, son, you got to make some sons. He, that, see, that, that's, the, that's the anointing that they put on me. I apostolic anointing to raise up sons. I don't need any more. I need some sons. Raise up some sons, pastor. I ain't talking about my son, his son, the father's son. That's what he wants. He wants some son here. He wants some son here. Now, now, so it's just so interesting here that how, again, the father gave him what he needed here. Now, this is, this is what I want you to learn here before we go on to this last point is this about self-pity. There will always be something that you don't have. I don't care how anointed or how appointed you are. There always will be something that you don't have. I think about Adam and Eve. He says, Adam, <laughs> I'll put you in the garden. I want you to guard it. You can eat of every tree except the tree, amen, of the knowledge of good and evil. And that, that, that's the setup right there. You mean I can't eat of that one? Well, what's the deal on that one? Why can't I eat of that one? Well, you got all these trees that you can eat of, but something. You know what, dear? Eat, eat, eat that, that little, that pimp in the, in the, the lizard suit came up. He showed up, the snake, the devil, and he moved on old girl. He said, if you eat it, you're sure not going to die. And you know what? She, she, surely you're not. And she, ah, and then she gave it to Adam. Yeah, Adam. Yeah, Adam. That daggone Adam got the rope of dope on him, man. What you doing, boy? That made this thing hard for all of us. <laughs> all of us. And thank God for the second Adam. The perfect son. His name is Jesus. You know what I'm saying? A perfect father. Boy, even in that situation, he said, I just got to give a perfect son. Amen. Hallelujah. And we know what ended up happening there. But what I'm saying unto you that there's going to always be something that you don't have. Now, let me tell you, here goes here go another way you see that spirit. Uh, everything okay. You got your new car. You cruising. Boy, you the God has blessed me. Hey, Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Until you see that brother in his new car that's newer than yours. That's right. That's right. Oh. Oh. Oh, Jimmy, 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 yeah. 
Or you got your new house and you had your house warming and everybody, y'all in there to show the church your house and everything. The pastor that came and blessed it and all of that. And then you find out somebody got a newer house larger than yours. Oh, God. And then they invited us over to their house warming. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. And we ain't going. Wrong spirit. Spirit of self-pity. Do I need a father give us one that big? When we get a new car like that. Spirit of self-pity. It's a wrong spirit. It's a wrong spirit. But you must understand that you ain't got it all. And you won't individually have it all. Amen. This is why we need to be. We all have the spirit of the son. And we're brothers and sisters in Christ. We need one another. You can't do this thing on your own. Husband need wife. Wife need husband. Brothers and sisters in Christ, we need one another. Amen. We need every individual voice that we got on the praise and worship team. There ain't no one individual. If we lose one, guess what? It's going to keep going. You hear what I'm saying? You need to understand that. Amen. We all need to understand this type of thing. Now, I want to end here because everybody want to know the cure. Amen. We, we can't leave you leaving out of here and say, man, I got a wrong spirit. How am I going to get straightened out, Pastor? <laughs> I got to get straightened out. Amen. Because there's some sad, there's some sad things, man, if you, don't, if you don't get the cure down. Now, now hit your neighbor. Hit your, hit your neighbor. Say, now, if you've been asleep, you got to get this. <laughs> he go to cure now, man. If you, if you ain't got anything else, you got to get this. If you've been asleep, you got to get this because this is the cure. And the cure is right here in the scriptures. Amen. We've dealt with the we dealt with the condition of a wrong spirit, the cause of a wrong spirit, and now we want to end with the cure of a wrong spirit. Verse 31 and 32. And he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. It was meet or it was right that we should make merry and be glad. For this thy brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. The first thing to the cure is three things. The first thing to the cure is this, is focus on the facts. What's the fact you see there? And he said unto him, son. <laughs> focus on the facts. I know you got it. I know you, it's, I know you may feel all jacked up, the condition, the cause. I, I know it, all that may be real, but focus on the facts. Son, you're ever with me. Focus on the facts. You're still with the perfect father. Oh, my God. You're still with the perfect father. I don't care how jacked up you feel about the situation. I'm telling you, he's a perfect father. He could have told that boy, just, just stay your butt on out there if you want to. I'm going in here to have the butt. You do what you want to do. He didn't have that spirit about it. He said, son, you are ever with me. He still was a son. We got to face the facts. You're still a son. Still a son. Still a son. Oh, my God. I seen a couple yesterday that we ain't seen. I ain't seen in six years. You remember Betty? Betty that I've been talking about, cast out. Remember Betty? Anybody remember Betty? I've been talking about Betty. Guess what? The Lord, Lord God, I knew this was God. We up there at Golden Corral yesterday. I'm sitting there eating. I'm in my food. I looked up. I said, that looked like 
Jamel and Betty. I get down there. I looked up again. Betty looked up at me. Jamel turned it back. We said, "Woo!" I went over there and rejoiced with them. Say, Pastor, we look. We've been through it, Pastor, but we still together, celebrating fifteen years. They said, "Boy, I was so happy. I was rejoicing." Because I didn't know what had happened to them. But I rejoiced. I rejoiced over them. I had to take time out from the men. I said, look here, bro. Y'all going to be all right. We're we going to be together. I'm going over here and talk to them. And we just exchanged and encouraged one another. And, and boy, I was saying, they told me about the children and everything was going fine with them. I'm telling you, man, it was the heart of a perfect father. I could have said, I don't know what y'all butt was that. Y'all just left the church. Ain't said nothing to nobody. Yeah, you, you know, I could have had that old spirit. Oh, I ain't going to say anything to them. Yeah, they just left. No, I went over and loved on them. Man, I, I ran to them when I seen them. Excited about seeing them. See, it's the spirit of a perfect father. It ain't about me. It's about him. And I want them to know that I still love them. No matter what they might have felt about the situation, I still love you. God still love you. I love you with a genuine love here. But we got to face the facts. And this is the fact with them. They still God's sons. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what they had done and how they act. They still God's children. And we still got to love them. So somebody say, face the facts. Oh, and I'm still a son. I'm still a son. Face the fact. The question was, was he willing to face that fact? Not only face the fact, but the second thing is, is focus on the resources. Focus on the resources. What he says. He says, son, thou art ever with me. All that I have is thine. <laughs> What's the cure, man? <laughs> look, 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 man, you got to focus on the facts, but focus on the resources. Oh, I'm not only a son, but all that the father has is mine. Ooh, my, 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 my. Mine, last but not least, you got to face the reality. What's the reality, Pastor? Look at verse 32. He says, it was meet or it was right that we should make merry and be glad. For this thy brother was dead and is now alive again. What you saying, Pastor? He said, it was right that we did this. He said, now y'all in the natural, y'all throw birthday parties. Y'all, y'all have holiday events at your house. You know, you celebrate Christmas and you celebrate all, you celebrate all these Easter and we, you, 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 y'all do all that now. He would then was, he said, son, now when a son has been lost and is found, it's right that we do this. It's right. So, so th- th- this is the cure of a wrong spirit. Focus on the facts. Son, thou you with me. Focus on the resources. All that I have is thine. Face the reality. It's right to do this. Oh, gosh. And the Lord said, Pastor, you better tell them this. You better face this reality. Oh, my God. Yeah, y'all better get ready for this one. Face the reality, son. The party go go on with or without you. (laughs) The party go. Look. Look, we we don't look. We look. It's already dancing going on. The calf is already. Look, I done got out the robe, the ring, and the shoes. Look, either you come to the party or you don't. And the father told me, he said, if you keep a wrong spirit, you're gonna always be outside of the house. 
You'll be in the house, outside of the house. You'll be outside of the party. Listen to everybody else got the joy of the Lord because they got what? The Father's Spirit. We got to face the facts that the party going to go on with or without you. <laughs> my God. I know I want to be. In the world, I didn't miss a party. I sure ain't going to miss a Holy Ghost party. I sure ain't going to let nobody. Uh-uh. I will not miss a Holy Ghost party. Not me. I'm going to be in on it. Amen. Hallelujah. Close your Bibles and put your hands together for God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, he is the perfect father. He is the perfect father.